Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for November 10, 2023. Today's New Testament lesson is from Revelation chapter 9, verses 13 to 21. The second woe upon the earth. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the four horns of the golden altar that is before God. It is it said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. And the four angels who had been kept ready for this very hour, and day, and month, and year, were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of the mounted troops was twice ten thousand times ten thousand. I heard their number. The horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur that came out of their mouths. The power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like snakes, having heads with which they inflict injury. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshipping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk. Nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. New International Version in an apocalyptic vision of God's judgment at the end of time, the Apostle John saw seven angels with seven trumpets. Each blast of the horn brought ever-increasing levels of destruction upon the earth. The final three trumpets are also described as the three woes. The sixth trumpet is the second woe. The sixth angel sounded the sixth trumpet which was also the second woe pronounced on the world. Four angels are released from their place of restraint. Whereas the invasion of locusts in the fifth trumpet, the first woe, came from the pit of hell, the next invasion comes from the east, from the outskirts, that is, outside the Roman Empire. The terrible angels go out to kill a third of all humanity. They lead a massive destructive force that overwhelms the earth. The incredible army looks something like centaurs, being horse and rider in one, and out of their mouths come fire, smoke, and sulfur. These are three plagues which brings death to a third of humanity. John records the human response to the divine judgment unleashed upon humanity with the four angels and their three plagues. In reality, it's actually a lack of response. There is no change of heart and no repentant attitude from anyone. The awful devastation does nothing to elicit any sort of self-reflection, public awareness of sin, or reconsideration of ways by those left alive. The Apostle records that the rest of the people, after going through such a traumatic time, keep up their worship of demons and their idolatry. They continue to murder, carouse, and steal as if nothing had happened. What's more, John's graphic and disturbing vision, from its very beginning, does not record a single person turning away from their evil ways. 
the surviving inhabitants of the earth act like old Pharaoh in Egypt during the days of Moses and the Exodus. Their hearts are hard, and they are not about to change. A big question for us is contemporary people. 2,000 years removed from John's apocalyptic vision is this. Do the judgments contained in the book of Revelation have any relevance for us today? Some might dis dismiss all of this as weird historical story that nobody can really understand, so we might just as well put it aside as belonging in the past. Others grew up hearing fire and brimstone sermons from Revelation that did nothing for them other than help them decide that they never want to be in a church again and listen to a sinner about how sinful everybody else is. Although I do not condone hellfire preaching that does little more than make people feel bad, I do believe these difficult judgment chapters in the book of Revelation have something to say to us which we would do well to hear. If we dig in and want what we want without considering anyone else or even God, then we really cannot expect blessing either in this life or in the life to come. If and when disaster or destruction happens, and afterwards go on our merry way as if nothing even occurred, then we have come under divine judgment. If we purposely stick our heads in the sand and intentionally avoid what is happening around us in this world, then it will not go well for us in the end. If we become angry and nurse the grudge to the point of becoming hateful and unloving, then the hardness of heart will not recognize God's visitation when it comes. If we hurt and harm others without any remorse, or make excuses for bad behavior when called out on it, then we are no better than the unrepentant mass of humanity in the book of Revelation. There is coming a time when it will be too late. The day of the Lord will come. There will be a final judgment. But if you are reading this, there is obviously still time. If you are listening to this, there's still time. Spiritual procrastination only leads to destruction. Spiritual attention to the here and now leads to life. What will you do today? Our Father who is in heaven, uphold the holiness of your name. Bring in your kingdom so that your will is done on earth as it's done in heaven. Give us the bread we need for today. Forgive us for the ways we have wronged you, just as we also forgive those who have wronged us. And don't lead us into temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Amen.